Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by St. Joseph Health System. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, Sirius XM, Chili's, Papa Vino's, South Bend Orthopedics, South Bend Airport, West Bend Insurance, Centier Bank, and ABC 57 News. Also by Pet Refuge, Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, OSMC, and the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Five carries for only 21 yards. Logan Diggs is a tailback to his left. First and 10 from the 25. Rolls out to his right. Complete 25-30. Room to go to the 40. 45-50 to the 40. Near sideline. Logan Diggs to the 10. Will he be caught? No! Touchdown, Notre Dame! Whoo! That was, um... That 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 was that was one that made me sweat. That was one that made me uh, jump up and down like a fool. That that was one that made me go, "What?" Uh, that game had a little bit of everything. Uh, Notre Dame winning the Gator Bowls, uh, forty-five to thirty-eight. I mean, that score right there is pretty indicative of the kind of game we just had. Forty-five uh, thirty-eight over South Carolina. Uh, Notre Dame finishing its season with a nine and four mark. Marcus Freeman picking up his first bowl win. Uh, Ryan Harris uh, during the game made mention of this. Uh, the the difference from uh, the adjustments made at halftime in this game uh, last year to this year cannot be understated enough. I mean, I mean, just shout it from from the rooftops, really, as far as that goes. Um, that was exactly what they needed. Like they were, they were down a little bit, you know, in the first half. Didn't really seem to be clicking on on everything, and yet still kind of hanging, still hanging around in in the game. But uh, I mean, like that second half was just so much fun and and, and so incredible, and 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 at the and and somehow at the same time like a little bit aggravating too. So, like I said, we had a little bit of everything with the uh, with the Gator Bowl this year. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it was, you know, Tyler Buckner, his, his first game in, what, three and a half months or so, his first, his first game since, uh, uh, since the second week of the season. Uh, I mean, just, it, it, looked, it looked rough, and then it didn't look rough. He finishes the day as the MVP of the game, by the way. Uh, 18 for 33, 274 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, sure, okay. Got you there too, but also two rushing touchdowns on top of that. Twelve rushes for sixty-one yards. I mean, he did everything that Tyler Buckner has been told to. You know that everything that's been fed to us as far as Tyler Buckner goes. You had it in this game. This this was this was quite a ball game uh, all the way around. The they went with the running attack. The I mean, 
Estime and Diggs were were on it today as 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 they needed to be. Uh, Logan Diggs with a uh, with a rushing touchdown, also a uh, also a receiving touchdown as well. Uh, <laughs> a long rushing touchdown and even longer receiving touchdown at that too. Uh, just just a crazy day. Uh, Notre Dame was down twenty one to seven at the end of the first quarter, and uh, that's. The adjustments made at, like, even at the end of the first quarter, uh, because uh, you know they they outscored South Carolina in the second quarter, ten to three, and then at halftime just kept piling it on, uh, and it there we go, there we go, number twenty one Notre Dame for for the roller coaster season uh <laughs> that this that this 2022 season was uh finishing it on a really high note with a Gator Bowl victory over South Carolina 45 to 38 we're just getting started Reggie Brooks uh will be joining me at at some point during the uh the night tonight of course the uh official Notre Dame football post game show presented by St. Joseph Health System. Uh, Going to be rolling on. We'll have Marcus Freeman's uh, post-game press conference. Uh, whatever players, I, I would assume Tyler Buckner's probably going to be available to the media, so we'll get that press conference for you today as well. And uh, and anything else uh, that we can get to as far as as far as this game goes, because man, there are just so many layers to this little to this to this onion. Uh, so we will take a break right now and uh, we'll uh, we'll start dissecting it. It's the official Notre Dame football postgame show on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Third down and seven for Rattler. We'll see what they can do here with no timeouts. 11 seconds left. He drops back. He's looking left. He throws, and the ball is intercepted. Picked off by who else? Benjamin Morrison. Benjamin Morrison doing Benjamin Morrison type things today. That his sixth interception on the season. Six. Uh, he also had three tackles today, and uh, that just a huge interception there that uh, really helped turn the tide uh, for Notre Dame. They uh, they pick up the victory in the Gator Bowl today, forty-five to thirty-eight. It is the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by St. Joseph Health System on Sunny one hundred one point five and Sports Radio nine sixty WSBT. Uh, let's see, forty-five thirty-eight. They were down fourteen at one point. Uh, Tyler Buckner, as I mentioned before in the uh, in the first segment, MVP of the game, battled the whole way through too. Did not give up. Like just as far as the offense went, carried the offense really. Uh, that one call, notwithstanding, of course, uh, <laughs> the, the call the call that the call that tied it at thirty eight. The, the pick six. I'm not gonna lie. I I, I was kind of go. What? Why are you throwing there? But uh, I mean, every everything else that he did today. I mean, just battled today. Uh, Eighteen for thirty three, two seventy four, three three passing touchdowns, two on the ground by the way as well. Uh, three interceptions. But Notre Dame picking up the uh, the victory. Uh, also, uh, as far as uh, as far as just massive uh, kudos uh, to the defense. Sure, they gave up thirty eight points, but that defense made play. I mean, for instance, Benjamin Morrison picking up his sixth interception on the on the season. Uh, 
and just making big play after big play after big play when they needed it, when they needed it the most. It, it like I said, it got a little hairy, uh, especially during uh, especially during that first quarter. Uh, we were all kind of looking at each other uh, here at the station, going, uh, "Ooh, it's going to be one of those kinds of games, isn't it?" And it completely turned around. Uh, it it really was something. Really was something to watch. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Let's start breaking down uh, the uh, the stats on the day. Uh, as I mentioned, Tyler Buckner uh, before uh, the uh, the rushing attack. Audric Estime he got going, especially in the second half, the running attack in the second half. Holy cow! We'll get to those stats in a second. Uh, Ninety five yards on the day for Estime on fourteen rushes. Eighty nine yards on thirteen rushes for Logan Diggs, including a a uh, of thirty nine yard touchdown run. Uh, Logan Diggs also had just two catches, but. 80, 81 yards on those, 75 of those on a touchdown catch in the, in the game as well. Braden Lindsey with a long 44-yard uh, touchdown catch. Uh, he had 89 yards on four catches today. Uh, Mitchell Evans. Mitchell Evans, the go-ahead touchdown. Oh, look, Notre Dame passed to a tight end. What a shock. And, oh, look, he did something amazing. Uh, three for 39, but uh, the, the touchdown that, that broke the tie and uh, was the, uh, the ultimate go-ahead points for Notre Dame on, uh, on, on the Gator Bowl day. So, I mean, just incredible. We, uh, the, the breakdown, as far as, uh, as, far as the, the second half goes for the, rush, the run game is... Absolutely staggering, and don't get me wrong. This this rushing attack has been pretty good all season, um, but 210 yards in the second half. Wow, 210 yards, 29 uh, 29 rushes. So that's a 7.2 average right there, uh, compared to just uh, let's see, 54 in the first half. Adjustments were made. Uh, Let's see, Tyler Buckner, uh, pass yards, 145. Uh, that was pretty even, actually. Uh, 149 passing yards in the first half, 145 in the, in the second half. Uh, but, I mean, the rushing attack, definitely a huge adjustment was made. Uh, hopefully, uh, by the way, you know, I mean, part of that depth of the offensive line, hopefully uh, hopefully Jarrett Patterson, hopefully I mean, it, it, that injury, you know, towards the, uh, you know, on that on that final drive for Notre Dame, uh it looked it looked more like a cramp than anything, and hopefully that's all it was. Uh, we'll find out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully maybe even in uh, in Marcus uh, Marcus Freeman's press conference coming up in uh, in just a little bit. We will uh, we'll get that to you, and uh, and plenty more as the official Notre Dame football postgame show rolls on, presented by St. Joseph Health System. On the Carolina forty-four on the left hash, Buckner from the shotgun. Fakes the handoff, stands in the 50, throws deep down the middle of the field. Brayden Lindsey catches on the five-yard line into the end zone. Touchdown, Notre Dame! The deep shot to Brayden Lindsey for six. Brayden Lindsey, that uh, that long touchdown, 44 yards, I believe, on 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 that pass reset, on that uh, pass catch there. Buckner to uh, to Lindsey, uh, all part of Notre Dame's 45 to 38 victory over South Carolina. Or, as I heard Darren refer to it, uh, the East Coast USC. 
Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> I never hear anybody refer to South Carolina as USC. I never do. I just never do. Uh, anyway, Gator Bowl won. Notre Dame uh, winning that. They uh, they they uh, finished the season nine and four, uh, which. I mean, let's be honest. You know, after after the start to this season, did, were did we were we really thinking that? Hmm. I was kind of I was I was definitely not hedging my bets on that. But uh, but there we are, there we are, uh, nine and four on the season. Uh, y- you couple that in with uh, with the recruiting class that they just brought in, uh, the uh, you know the 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 new blood injection that's going to be coming to uh, to campus. And uh, also, just you know, Marcus Freeman—he's he, got that full year as a head coach now, and and you saw the improvements week to week, uh, just just as far as the coaching went, uh, j- just with his performance too. Uh, yeah, I mean, you saw you saw the improvements all through the year, and uh, and uh, happily. We were able to uh, to cap that off with a Gator Bowl win. Uh, total yards five fifty eight for Notre Dame. Five hundred fifty eight total yards. Uh, two hundred ninety four passing, two hundred sixty four rushing. Just unbelievable. Three seventy uh, three fifty two uh, for uh, for South Carolina. Just sixty five of those uh, on the ground rushing. Uh, it was all uh, Spencer Rattler for uh, for South Carolina. It was Spencer Rattler or bust. Uh, Twenty nine for forty six for him. Two uh, two hundred forty six yards and uh, two touchdowns. Also an interception, which was uh, made by Benjamin Morrison. So, uh, I mean, just a uh, almost kind of a night and day type of performance. A little bit, at, at least, even even. You know, first quarter to second quarter. Like second quarter, kind of seemed a little bit stuck in the mud, but they put ten points up. They went into they went into a halftime just down seven, and then really took the momentum away from South Carolina. Like any any sort of momentum that South Carolina had throughout the ball game, really, uh, especially after that first quarter, uh, was just gone. Was really just gone. Um, the defense stood up when they needed to stand up. Uh, they made the plays, and and the same thing with 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 South Carolina's defense. But I mean, you know, JT uh, JD Bertrand, uh, eight tackles. Uh, Tariq Bracy with eight tackles uh, in the secondary. Uh, you had Jack Kaiser with uh, with six tackles. You had uh, Riley Mills with the uh, with the sack that. Uh, Oh, and also uh, drawing the uh, the uh, the intentional grounding penalty uh, that backed uh, that backed South Carolina up late in the game. Uh, you had two sacks by Jordan Botello uh, for for a team that uh, that people were kind of going, man, you know, their best player on offense, their best player on defense, not going to be there. Uh, some guys really stood up uh, today, uh, you know. I mean, J.D. Bertrand, we knew he was going to have a big game. We knew he was going to show up. Jack Kaiser, the same thing. Benjamin Morrison, the same thing. But, you know, Jordan Botello with two sacks, you know, on, on the day. I mean, just a huge day for him. Riley Mills with a sack today. Uh, you know, just just massive, massive contributions all the way around uh, from guys stepping up. Uh, you know, I mean, Ramon Henderson. Uh he had six tackles on the day. Uh, he uh, uh, 
uh, you know, filling in a lot for Cam Hart, who was uh, who was out today uh, due to injury. Just stepping up. It, it it was a lot of stepping up, and Notre Dame uh, definitely benefiting from it. Uh, there's <laughs> yes, there's there's some guys leaving, but there's still a really good core. And with that with that class that's coming in too, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be real exciting. You know, I I I don't think I don't think I'm saying this uh, you know necessarily. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, just in the moment, you know, just basking in in the glow of of a victory. Either I, I like this this could be the start of something. So, uh, you know, next season, twenty twenty three, eight months from now, that's there's probably going to be some people who uh, who are able to get through the uh, <laughs> the South Bend winter, uh, counting down the days until uh, until Notre Dame football is is back once again. So. Uh, Gator Bowl victory, 45-38, number 21 Notre Dame, beating number 19 South Carolina. Um, yeah. It, it, okay, sure, it's not a New Year's Six Bowl, but it's pretty darn big. That's that's a big bowl game, and and that's that's a stepping stone. It's a stepping stone. You're going to look back on this kind of game and go, that's when that's when it that's when we started believing. In, in this team again. That's when we started believing, you know what, maybe a national championship isn't out of the realm of possibility here. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think this I think this was a, a really big game as, uh, as far as uh, Notre Dame's continued development, uh, the coaching staff's continued development, and, uh, and everything that goes along with that, with the, uh, with, with the Gator Bowl victory. 45-38, as I mentioned, the, uh, the final score there. Uh, Waiting on Marcus Freeman's press conference to uh, to come down the pipeline. We'll uh, we'll get that to you as uh, as soon as uh, as soon as we're able to get our hands on it. Really, uh, we'll get any player interview. We'll uh, get any other uh, any other news as far as the game goes. Uh, we've got uh, the opponent's scoreboard still to go. We've got players of the game to hand out. All sorts of stuff still to come. The official Notre Dame football post game show rolling on on Sunny One Hundred One Point Five and Sports Radio Nine Sixty. The official Notre Dame football postgame show, presented by St. Joseph Health System, also brought to you in part by the fine folks at the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hunger is a story we can end. Learn more at feedindiana.org. Also, Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, serving Michiana's most favorite pizza since 1978. And Centier Bank, Indiana's largest private family-owned bank. Oh, let's see here. Let's uh, get through some uh, some second half analysis uh, because really that's that's where uh, Notre Dame really started turning the screws against uh, against South Carolina and uh, and taking them out of their game. Uh, even with the fact that you know they they would kind of drag them along and keep them in things a little bit that you know like that pick six, um, but. Uh, Notre Dame outscoring uh, South Carolina in the second half, twenty-eight to fourteen, just doubling them up. Uh, like I said, the uh, the running attack uh, was able to uh, to get started. Really took control of the ball game. Uh, I mean, just really, really looked good. Uh, 
Tyler Buckner even uh, it was looking good, uh, you know, rolling out on on the at the right time. He he wasn't just taken off just to take off. He was taken off, you know, when when the blocking was set up for him. And it, you know, like the designed runs were really working very well today uh, for Notre Dame. Uh, and of course, you know, the efforts of Estime and Diggs, uh, especially in the second half, Logan Diggs with the, uh, with the long touchdown run for 39 yards, uh, Audric Estime with some, uh, with some key first down conversions, uh, just, just wearing down South Carolina, just really wearing them down time of possession on the, uh, on the day, uh, 36, 39 for Notre Dame to 23, 21. That is how you hang onto the ball with your running attack. That that was that was one of those games where you look at it and you go, "That's how you do it. That is how you do it." So uh, Notre Dame uh, causing uh, three turnovers, getting fourteen points off of that. Uh, you know, two turnovers for for the Irish. South Carolina was only able to convert one of those to the uh, to the touchdown. That of course being the pick six uh, that uh, that Buckner had late in the uh, you know. Toward somewhat late in the game, anyway, but uh, but yeah, Notre Dame uh, able to uh, to come away with things uh, with a uh, with a really good victory today, forty five to uh, to thirty eight over South Carolina. Uh, let's see, special teams too. Uh, John Sott made made some punts, made a couple of punts today, longer than fifty yards. Really did a great job with field position as far as South Carolina went. Uh, really, really put them back. Uh, turned the field on them really uh, on a couple of occasions. Uh, just, just a tremendous job by John Sott, and also a uh, a really good job by uh, by Blake Rupi, the, uh, the 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 uh, the grad transfer. So. You know, good, good job on on the special teams front. Even though you know Reggie would probably be kicking me in the butt right now for uh, for saying that but <laughs> uh, yeah JD Bertrand eight tackles Tariq Bracy eight tackles Ramon Henderson six tackles Jack Kaiser six tackles I mean, just a, a a massive uh, a massive contribution from everybody uh, who needed to uh, to show and and really ever you know was Sure, Notre Dame was a three and a half point favorite in this game. Everybody, though, that that I read was was just in love with Spencer Rattler, and and Notre Dame's defense was was really able to contain him and really make him have some fits. Really, uh, the uh, you know the intentional grounding that that they that they got from him, uh, you know the the, the sa- all of it. Uh, they they kept the pressure on. Uh, on Spencer Rattler, I mean that—that's a guy who was uh, who was a Heisman hopeful at one point uh, when he was at Oklahoma. Pretty good quarterback, uh, but they—they they were able to exploit, uh, you know, the the, uh, the weaknesses, you know, all the question marks that that Spencer Rattler has had as far as uh, as far as performing as a quarterback. Notre Dame was able to exploit them uh, just fantastically today. So. Uh, as uh, as we roll on, forty five thirty eight the uh, the final score. Uh, we'll uh, you know 
do all the usual things. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, Marcus Freeman, his, uh, his post-game press conference coming up soon, and, uh, and everything else that goes along with the official Notre Dame football post-game show powered by St. Third down and seven on the 16-yard line. Tyler Buckner under center on the left hash. Audric Estime behind him. They fake to Estime, rolling to his right. Buckner, wide open, Mitchell Evans, five-yard line, touchdown Notre Dame! What a play call! That in the last uh, minute and a half of the game, that was the go-ahead touchdown uh, for for Notre Dame that put them up uh, 45-38. to And, of course, that was the final score of the Gator Bowl, Notre Dame winning the Gator Bowl this year, 45-38. to uh, <laughs> That play call, I mean, f- the pick six where, where, I mean, they had been running the ball so well, and to pick, that pass play on the pick six was was you know Matt Matt you were sitting you were sitting there going oh my god no why did you do that like we were both doing that and and it was and and the fact that it kind of didn't let that deter them and they went back to it and it worked this time uh you know Mitchell Evans just wide open he just nobody around. It was it was like he was forgotten, really. Um, I mean, sure, only three catches today, just 39 yards. But, I mean, put a hat on the guy. Notre Dame uses tight ends in their passing attack. It's it's really all – It's really it really was the most consistent part of their passing attack uh, this season. Uh, not to say, not to take anything away either from uh, from from Jaden Thomas's day, five catches for sixty-seven yards. Brayden Lindsey's uh, day, four catches for eighty-nine yards and a touchdown. Uh, Logan Diggs with a couple of catches for eighty-one yards uh, and a touchdown. But uh, but that big one from from Evans, I mean, just a pass play was probably the worst play that I the, the worst play call that I had seen. And then a pass play was the best play call that I had seen. And just, I'm not gonna lie, some stones were, were thrown were thrown out there uh, with with that with that pass to uh, with that pass to Mitchell Evans uh, late in the game. So, I mean, just uh, it, 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 it's it's almost kind of like the uh, there you know Tommy Reese was calling those calling the offensive plays with. A newfound confidence, almost. You know, it was like, okay, so that that one didn't work this time, but it's gonna work the next time, and sure enough, it did. So, uh, you know, kudos to uh, to Tommy Reese on 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 that play call, and uh, also the execution by Tyler Buckner and 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 Mitchell Evans. So, um, and oh, by the way, special teams once again getting a mention. Uh, fake punt this time. We we had gotten used to uh, you know talking about punt blocks and all that uh, as far as special teams go. Fake punt this time for uh, for twenty for twenty yards. Uh, that was uh, that was also a really gutsy call. There were some there were some gutsy calls that that were made today. It was uh, I, I I can't really remember the last time that I had seen so many calls that made me go. It's a good thing that worked. That was uh, that was that was <laughs> I was kind of up in the air about that one. I'm glad it worked. Uh, that 
you know, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if that's luck or if that's just uh, just the way. It, you know, when when you practice it, that's how it come. That's how it gets executed, and uh, everything, everything that happened today was uh, was was really, really, really good. So uh, again. Gator Bowl victory for Notre Dame, uh, forty-five to thirty-eight. Uh, just uh, you know, such such a difference too. I was in this chair last year for the uh, for the post-game show for the Fiesta Bowl, and uh, we were all just kind of going, oh, what, "What happened? What happened? What happened in that game um, today?" Not so much. I mean, even if even if they had even if they had lost this game. I, 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 I think I, I'm still feeling good about the future uh, for the program. So, um, I, I, I like I like where it's heading. I like where it's heading. It's really uh, <laughs> I mean, if you haven't been able to figure that out, I like where it's heading. So, uh, still working on getting uh, Marcus Freeman's press conference press conference for you. Uh, also, uh, you know, player interviews and and, and press conferences and, and and things like that. Uh, all that still to come, fingers crossed, uh, as the official Notre Dame football post-game show continues on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. First down and 10 on the 11-yard line. He's taking a break. Chris Tyree, the tail back to the right. Now to the left of Tyler Buckner. Buckner lifts the right leg, takes the snap, fakes to Tyree, runs himself. 10, 5, cuts it up into the end zone. Touchdown, Tyler Buckner. The uh, the game's MVP Tyler Buckner right there. Uh, he had three passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to read this tweet that I just saw. A uh, gentleman by the name of Jim Ellsberg tweeting out: "I never saw or witnessed a QB throw two pick six studies and still walk away the game's MVP." Happened today. We <laughs> we're breaking barriers uh, here with uh, with Notre Dame football. Uh, yeah, uh, Tyler Buckner, the MVP of the uh, of the Gator Bowl, Notre Dame winning forty five to thirty eight as the official Notre Dame football post game show continues on Sunny one hundred one point five and Sports Radio nine sixty WSBT. Um, for for somebody who hadn't played a game, hadn't made a start uh, in what three and a half months, uh, Tyler Buckner really looked good. He looked like like he had been playing all season. Um, I don't know. I don't know what kind of rehab they had him doing, but man, let's keep that going, huh? But um, uh, yeah, Tyler Tyler Buckner. I I I don't I don't even with the two pick sixes. Um, I'm I'm not sure they win this game if 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 they have Drew Pine as the starting quarterback. I'm just gonna say that right now. Um, I, I like it's just a different skill set, you know, and and, and you saw it. Uh, you know, Buckner's got got a bigger arm. He's he's a better runner than than Drew Pine was for Notre Dame. Not not to take anything away from the season that Drew Pine had uh, for Notre Dame, but um, you know they're. There, there's a there's a reason why uh, they were gonna go. I think they were gonna go with Tyler Buckner anyway, as far as uh, as far as the starting starting quarterback goes for this game. Uh, even if Drew Pine hadn't 
uh, gone into the transfer portal and gone to gone to Arizona State for a uh, for a shot at uh, at uh, at a starting job. So I really do think that uh, that that this game was was going to be Tyler Buckner's game uh, regardless. So un- unless he was you know still hurt in in some way, uh, I figured that that would have been the only reason and. The fact you know they were they were saying that he wasn't going to be available until until uh, you know like mid January when uh, when that shoulder injury first happened, and uh, and here he is you know two days before New Year's and uh, you know Gator Bowl MVP, who'd have thunk? Uh, but yeah, his 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 numbers today: eighteen for thirty three, two hundred seventy four yards passing, three touchdown passes, uh, three interceptions, uh, but. Uh, you know, Notre Dame was able to overcome those. Um, uh, running the ball too, 12, uh, 12 rushes, sixty-one yards, two t- uh, two touchdowns there. Uh, just a uh, just re- like I again, I I don't think Drew Pine has that kind of a game uh, in in the in uh, you know today if if he's the starting quarterback. Uh, you know, probably a different offense. Tyler Buckner does does allow some, uh, you know, like a different look for Notre Dame, and we saw it on on display today. Like, this is probably what we were supposed to see all through the season if he if he hadn't gotten hurt. Quite honestly, uh, you know, just there there was there was a level of excitement you never felt that that you were out of it. Um, and again, even even with two pick sixes uh, against you, uh, you you never felt that uh, that you were out of it uh, with him today. So uh, well deserved MVP award uh, for Tyler Buckner uh, with uh, with with the Gator Bowl today, uh, helping Notre Dame win forty five to thirty eight, getting Marcus Freeman's first uh, uh, bowl victory uh, almost year to the day. Uh, from his uh, from his head coaching debut, even so, uh, you know what what a difference a year makes uh, as far as Notre Dame football goes. So, uh, hats off uh, again to the uh, to the Fighting Irish on uh, on the day today. Uh, the opponent scoreboard will find out how you know Notre Dame's opponents who made it to bowl games how they're faring in in the bowl season and and also for those of them you know who. Still have yet to play, uh, you know. We'll, we'll we'll get a little bit about those games too, and uh, and plenty more as the official Notre Dame football post game show rolls on on Sunny one hundred one point five and Sports Radio nine sixty WSBT. And now it's time to see how Notre Dame's opponents have fared in this bowl season. Some have played, some have not. On the Under Armour opponent scoreboard, of course, Under Armour, the official clothing and uniform providers of Notre Dame athletics. One of those teams yet to give it a go is Ohio State. Of course, they play as part of the college football playoff at the Peach Bowl tomorrow against Georgia. Marshall on December the 19th, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, they defeated UConn 28-14. North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl on December 28th lost a heartbreaker to Oregon 28-27. One of the first bowl games of this Season, BYU on December the 17th of the New Mexico Bowl edged SMU 24-23. Yesterday, the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium, Syracuse lost to Minnesota 28-20. Clemson is just underway in the Orange Bowl tonight against Tennessee. It is no score with about eight minutes to go in the first quarter. 
And coming up on January the 2nd, USC takes on Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. California, Stanford, UNLV, and Navy were not bowl eligible. Highest scoring Gator Bowl game in history and Notre Dame, Jim Arizari wins it 45-38. How about that? That is called crushing the over. <laughs> that is what that is called. That was a a, a 50-point uh, over-under today. Uh, yeah, that is, that is crushing, <laughs> crushing the over. Uh, speaking of betting, and uh, and maybe you've maybe you've seen this story come out over the uh, the, the last couple of hours, but uh, a game that you know some people around here uh, probably a little bit interested in that being the Citrus Bowl uh, coming up Monday between LSU and Purdue. New Jersey gaming regulators today ordered sportsbooks to to halt betting on the Citrus Bowl between Purdue and LSU because of an individual associated with the Purdue football team is in violation of state regulations. Sources familiar with the decision told ESPN that retired NFL quarterback Drew Brees, who signed on to become an interim head coach, or uh, interim assistant coach, I mean, for uh, for Purdue in the bowl game, is the individual in question because of his business relationship with the sportsbook points bet. New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement instructed the state's sportsbooks to stop taking bets involving Purdue football and said existing wagers on the on the Citrus Bowl were, that were placed after December 15th must be voided, uh, according to the uh, to the notice that was sent Friday morning. Breeze, uh, a Purdue alum, signed on to be an interim coach uh, on December 15th. In the notice, the gaming division did not name the, in- the individual, yeah, Breeze, uh, but they stated that they were in violation statute uh, 512A-11F, which prohibits athletes, coaches, referees, or directors of a sports governing body from having any ownership interest in, control of, or otherwise be employed by an operator. Huh. Brees became a uh, brand ambassador for PointsBet in June 2021, received an equity stake in the sportsbook in the deal. A week after he agreed to coach Purdue, PointsBet, which operates in New Jersey, announced that it was ending its partnership with Breeze. Uh, PointsBet declined comment, went and reached by, uh, by ESPN. The, uh, the point spread, by the way, on the Citrus Bowl scheduled for, uh, for Monday has moved from uh, 11, 11 and a half in favor of LSU to uh, to fourteen in favor of LSU over the past couple of weeks, so uh, yeah, that I I'm not gonna lie. I when I when I saw that that Drew Brees was uh was was going to be you know the interim you know or at least an an interim assistant coach for Purdue in the bowl game, I I, I just kind of went well that's odd. Wait a minute! Doesn't he have? Doesn't he have some sort of deal with, with uh, with one of the sports books? And sure enough, look at that violating uh, the regulations in <laughs> in the state of New Jersey. Okay, all right, everything's coming up roses for the Citrus Bowl. So um, let's see. Efforting, efforting uh, some some press conferences for you. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get to some uh, you know players of the game. You know pretty sure we know who that's gonna be but uh still highlight uh highlight some guys who uh who, like i said stepped up uh throughout the uh, the course of the day today uh with the gator bowl notre dame winning 45 to 38 uh over south carolina we'll uh we'll 
kind of wrap things up, I think, right? Yep, yeah, coming up, uh, we will wrap things up here on the official Notre Dame football postgame show. Uh Uh, Presented by St. Joseph Health System on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. The eighth Gator Bowl, 45-38. Tyler Buckner takes a snap, takes a knee, and Marcus Freeman has his first bowl victory as Notre Dame's head coach. Notre Dame has a season record in 2022 of 9-4, and and they have a come-from-behind, back-and-forth, 45-38 win in the Gator Bowl over South Carolina to cap the season. There you go. That's that's how uh, the broadcast ended uh, for the Gator Bowl. Notre Dame winning the Gator Bowl, 45-38 to over South Carolina. Uh, wrapping up the official Notre Dame football postgame show, uh, sponsored in part by, by the way, uh, the good folks at OS, uh, OSMC, the Orthopedic Sports uh, the Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center, uh, providing orthopedic care to Michiana since 1973. Also by uh, uh, Pet Refuge, uh, Adopt, Don't Shop, where new beginnings have happy endings. So there we go. Uh, get that business out of the way. Um, players of the game for the uh, for the Gator Bowl, of course. You know Tyler Buckner, uh, the MVP. Uh, as I've said, I, I don't think I don't think they win this game without him today. Uh, he was he was just huge for them. Uh, Eighteen to thirty-three, two hundred seventy-four yards, three tu- uh, three touchdown passes. Sure, three interceptions, but you know they were they were taking some chances today. Uh, some chances that uh, you know you typically don't see this team make. Uh, and then on the ground too, 12, uh, 12 rushing attempts for uh, for sixty one yards, two touchdowns on the ground too, all told five touchdowns by Tyler Buckner. I mean, how, how do you how do you not have him as the player of the game? And obviously that's uh, that's what the folks at the Gator Bowl were were thinking. Uh, however, uh, plenty of other names that uh, that that deserve some uh, some kudos. Uh, Jaden Thomas today, five catches for sixty-seven yards. Uh, Braden Lindsey, four catches, eighty-nine yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Chris Tyree making some plays uh, down down the stretch for uh, for Notre Dame. Not not exactly huge numbers or anything, but you know, like I said, plays when plays needed to be made uh, were made by Chris Tyree. Uh, five uh, five rushes for twenty-one yards, and then uh, four catches for ten yards. Mitchell Evans, uh, three catches, thirty-nine yards, and the uh, the go-ahead touchdown. Logan Diggs had two touchdowns, one on the ground, one in the air, uh, eighty-nine yards rushing and uh, eighty-one yards receiving. So pretty even day for him. And then on defense too. Like just just a ton of guys uh, stepping up on defense. Uh, you know they were they were going to be without Cam Hart. We knew that. Of course, Isaiah Foskey also not there. Uh, some some slack was definitely picked up today. Uh, J.D. Bertrand with eight tackles, uh, five of them solo. Uh, Tariq Bracy, eight tackles, four of them solo. Uh, forced uh, forced a fumble as well. Uh, Ramon Henderson with six tackles. Jack Kaiser with six tackles. Riley Mills four tackles. Uh, you also had uh, D.J. Brown uh, having uh, having four tackles as well. Uh, Benjamin Morrison three tackles. Uh, also had the interception of uh, of Spencer Rattler today. His uh, his sixth interception on the season. Not a bad year for the uh, for the freshman. Uh, 
Uh, let's see, Justin uh, Adamalola. Uh, he he had a couple of tackles as well today. Uh, Jordan Batello with two sacks, two uh, two tackles. Uh, just you know, a ton of guys, especially on defense, uh, stepping up today. Xavier Watts with uh, with three tackles uh, and uh, a, a, a pass breakup in there as well. I mean, just. You know, there there were a lot of guys who stepped up today. Uh, of course, Tyler Buckner making uh, probably the biggest step uh, of all of them with uh, with his five touchdown performance today in the Gator Bowl as uh, as Notre Dame wraps up the season nine and four on uh, on the season. Um, you know, just just short of ten wins, but I mean, we we didn't think we would be this happy about this. You know about about the bowl game, quite honestly. Uh, you know, say you know, middle of September or anything. So, we, uh, I, I think I think we're I think we're getting on pretty good as uh, as far as this season goes. So, yeah, a really really good year for Marcus Freeman. Uh, uh, as far as uh, as far as his first full season as the uh, the Notre Dame head coach, you, you know, uh, what a year of what a difference a year makes. Quite honestly, uh, we saw him last year in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, you know, the lack of adjustments at halftime, etc., uh, kind of shook that today. If uh, if it had been, if it had been, you know, dogging him at all over the uh, over the course of uh, this season, it's it's not happening today because uh, they they made some great adjustments at halftime, and uh, even even you know through the second quarter they were making some great adjustments too. So, uh, you know, kudos all the way around. You know, a lot of guys. A lot of guys stepped up, you know. Like I said, Tyler Buckner, the MVP of the of the game, officially by the Gator Bowl, folks. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's how the season wraps up. Who 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 to thunk? You know, uh, forty five points. Uh, I mean, and again, just demolishing <laughs> demolishing the over, uh, eighty three points total, uh, and you know, sure the defense gave up thirty eight points, but they also made plays today. Uh, they made more plays than South Carolina did, and that uh, in South Carolina had a couple of pick sixes. I mean, Notre Dame still made more defensive plays. Still made more defensive plays today. So, and that's uh, that's why they won today. So that uh, that wraps things up uh, for. Uh, my co-host through uh, most of the year, Reggie Brooks. It was a uh, it was a pleasure for uh, for me to work with Reggie this year. Uh, uh, for for Matt Embry here in the studio, also uh, Brian Van Skoik in the uh, in the other studio across the hall here, making sure things run properly on uh, on Sunny One Hundred One Point Five. Big thanks to those guys, and of course uh, everybody here with uh, with with Midwest Family South Bend and uh, everybody with uh, that's been helping us out with uh, the University of Notre Dame. A huge thanks for that. Uh, couldn't have uh, couldn't have done it without any one of you uh, not being here. So again, I, I really do appreciate the uh, the hard work and and all the uh, the the great efforts that were uh, that were put forth this season. So with that, this officially ends the 2022 season of the official Notre Dame football postgame show. Uh, presented by St. Joseph Health System on Sunny 101.5 and Sports Radio 960 WSBT. See you next season. 
This has been the official Notre Dame football postgame show presented by St. Joseph Health System. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, Sirius XM, Chili's, Papa Vino's, South Bend Orthopedics, South Bend Airport, West Bend Insurance, Centier Bank, and ABC 57 News. Also by Pet Refuge, Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, OSMC, and the Food Bank of Northern Indiana. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 